you're looking at the buy low sell highs for week number five i'm going to walk you through all these names above i might add one along the way but these are the guys you want to attack via trade or sell away via trade before week five kicks off because their value will either go up or it will go down let's get into it right now the fantasy football show it begins right now this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty take a lap jt look you can't sell them you own them, you're either holding them or you're buying them. And for me, I'm all about buying JT right now. Even missing week number five. He's already been ruled out for week five. Tonight's game, the Colts at the Broncos. So his owners are, are kind of upset right now. They're panicking. They don't have a player for week number five. And they might be vulnerable to make a trade. Anytime an owner's looking at having a player sit out an entire week with additional uncertainty about his ankle for week six on, you might have yourself a vulnerable fantasy football owner you might have an owner willing to trade jt a little bit cheaper than they should want to trade him based on his slump alone he's not jt right now jt hasn't delivered for his owners in fantasy football 2022 not only has he not stepped up and delivered he's injured and he's missing the game these things are piling up and weighing heavy on the fantasy football owner's shoulders jump right in and solve their problem. Give them a player that can play in week number five. Make the trade before tonight's game so that they can use the the trade and have that player walking into week five. Make no mistake about it, he's at a little bit of a discount walking into kickoff because the owner wants something for week number five. If you wait until after kickoff, he will cost a little bit more because his owner is going to have sat through a week of not owning him. This is a really important part about trading. Anytime an owner feels like, "Ah, I've waited on a player for a whole week, they're less likely to trade them because they have invested interest they've already waited a week on my dime i've waited a week holding jt why would i give them to you after i endured having no jt for a week why would i trade him now after i sat through being unable to play him in week number five you have to strike before kickoff or you're paying significantly more in a trade now not playing week number five not knowing how bad his ankle injury could be in his owner's mind i'm going to tell you i'm hearing that it's not that bad it's a short turnaround from sunday to play thursday night so they're sitting him to be safe but the ankle injury isn't even a high ankle sprain according to some reports it's a mid ankle sprain not as bad at all and in my opinion i'm willing to take the chance that jt comes back to form and i'm willing to let one league at least ride and die off of that notion i don't care i do enough leagues maybe you don't and you gotta consider that i do enough leagues where i can go all in on a jt and not lose a wink of sleep if it doesn't work out because this feels like a good gamble to take going all in on jt meaning buying him super low i don't lose a wink of sleep if it doesn't work out it's such a good bet to me and the fact that you can get rid of a jacobs and maybe a player like mike williams or Cortland sutton and jacobs or leonard fournette straight up i hate to trade them but like olave and a james robinson have landed jt in numerous trade talks on my channel and i know you're gonna say smitty nobody trades in my league like that i play with a bunch of sharks the world revolves around me our league everything revolves around our league we're the best let me tell you something 
How many times have you made a trade you regret, Bob? How many times have you pressed the button and instantly regretted your trade? Don't tell me people aren't making bad trades. Your league's different and special. Maybe your trade techniques need some tweaking, Bob. I know you think you're the best. Everybody does. I'm the best trader. I know what I'm doing. Maybe you aren't. Maybe you're going right after the player. Hey, what do you want for JT? Let me tell you something. I'm watching trade after trade get pulled off where JT's getting acquired on pennies on the dollar, coupling his disappointing year with the fact that he's missing week number five. It's dropping his value just a little bit too much to a point where you're getting an absolute steal and you're able to get rid of a Christian Kirk, a Tyler Higby, and a Josh Jacobs combined to get JT. And maybe if we look at this from another angle, maybe you're trading away a Nick Chubb. Trading Nick Chubb away for a JT affords you an extra component in the trade. I know it's crazy to like actually absorb it, but you trade your Nick Chubb for JT and you get something. If I would have told you over a month ago you could trade Nick Chubb and get JT in something significant, in addition, you would have called me crazy. You can get a Michael Pittman and a JT. I know they both play on the same team, but you get my point. You could get a Michael Pittman and a JT for your Nick Chubb. Don't just think you got to compile a bunch of two and three for one offers to get JT and send two or three guys packing. You can do this by getting JT and an additional player by giving up your Cooper Cup. You trade Cooper Cup, Smitty? Are you really telling people to trade Cooper Cup? If your team can't win, Bob, it doesn't matter what you have. I get so sick and tired of seeing people in the comments say, you can't trade Cooper Cup. Did he just say trade Cooper Cup? Uh, did he just say trade Barkley? You don't trade Barkley. You don't trade Justin Jefferson. If you're winning, maybe you don't. If the offer isn't too good to turn down maybe you don't but if you've got a injury plagued team and you can't win you know in your heart of hearts you can't win unless you make a trade you got to divide and conquer if you send cooper cup to the owner with jt you can get jt and Brees hall you can get jt and damian pierce you could get jt and a t higgins i've seen somebody get jt and deandre swift using cooper cup and some throw-in they got off waivers. A boon. And swinging back to the two-for-one, J.K. Dobbins and Cortland Sutton. J.K. Dobbins, James Robinson, and Drake London for JT. Get creative. Go make your offer. Don't think you can't acquire him and not make an attempt, or you will regret seeing a notification come by that says, Bill from Quality Assurance offered Bob from Accounting a trade you could have done, but you didn't send the offer because you thought, I play with sharks. We're too good for this kind of stuff. I'm buying Alvin Kamara. I might sell him, but I don't think the market to sell him is that good. I'm buying him in the right circumstance. When I'm buying at a value like J.K. Dobbins, or in like a case where I'm giving up the better player, I'm giving up a a Cooper Cup, and I'm getting Kamara and Amon Ross St. Brown for my Cooper Cup. I'm getting Kamara and T. Higgins for, for digs. Or Cooper Cup if you want to go into two players and take a little bit of a gamble because you can't win with your bigger player. You've been struck with injury. You've lost your quarterbacks. You've lost Javante. You lost Mike Thomas. You lost all these guys, and you have a very thin roster, and you're sitting on Cooper Cup. You're sitting on Diggs. You're sitting on Barkley. I would trade Barkley for St. Brown and Kamara. 
for Waddle and Kamara, for Debo and Kamara. The same kind of deals I, I do for JT, but a little bit different because I think JT's a lot more valuable standalone than Kamara. But Kamara's going to get you maybe a better second player than JT. JT's the anchor of the trade, and he's so heavy on the scale, you can only add a Pittman. You can only add an AJ Dillon. With Kamara, you can go a little bigger with your additional piece. You can get a Higgins. You can get an AJ Brown. You can get a St. Brown potentially if you're giving up like the number one or number two overall player in fantasy football in a lot of people's minds. Barkley or Cooper Cup or JJ. Again, not ideal to trade JJ, Cooper Cup, or Barkley. I'm only suggesting it if you're looking in the mirror when you walk by the hallway every day and you say, you filthy animal, why did you draft such an injury-prone team? Now we gotta break up the boys. And if you gotta break up the boys, you gotta break up the boys. It takes cojones to do that, to make a trade, a tough trade, and send one of the big dogs packing, but if you gotta do it, you gotta do it. One of my favorite go-get players right now is A.J. Dillon. If you are a Javante Williams individual, you got hit by the injury, an injury that, that struck a lot of my teams, and it pains me. It pains me. I bleed with you. And the fact that I was so high on Javante, it really, really is painful inside to watch a lot of people that invested in Javante, influenced by a lot of what I've said, struggle through building the team back up and trying to get back in the mix. My solution in a lot of ways has been to go get A.J. Dillon. I've been telling everybody I can to try and go after A.J. Dillon. Why? Because you can get him for low-end or middle-range running back two value. Don't buy him like a RB1. You don't need to. He hasn't delivered near what anybody thought he would deliver through four weeks of, of action. But you can buy him now as a running back two, which he is right now. But he holds that Javante Williams ceiling if anything happens to Aaron Jones. Or they lean on the run a lot more than people anticipate down the stretch. AJ Dillon is one of the safer players to trade for if you buy him at the right price tag. You will almost certainly as long as he stays healthy, something we can't predict, you will almost certainly get back your cost of entry running back to middle range running back to value. And you will sit there and hold a guy that has the potential to go back up and replace Javante Williams ceiling type value if he's called upon to carry more of the load because Aaron Jones, injury prone Aaron Jones, not crazy to imagine him getting hurt. Injury prone Aaron Jones gets injured. Dylan to the moon to the moon and again it doesn't have to happen if it doesn't happen you're not like ah smitty was wrong about aj dylan you're getting what you paid you're only waiting for a little extra gravy and if the gravy's made your team is back to where it would have been your hole again from the javante williams injury he's so safe to go get i absolutely love him you can do one for one deals pretty easily but you can also throw him into deals where we're talking about here where you're you're getting JT and Dylan. You're getting Kamara and Dylan. You're giving up a big name player and you're getting two players. You're getting Higgins and Dylan for one big name wide receiver. You're getting Pittman and Dylan for a pretty decent, like Debo type wide receiver. You're getting Jamar Chase and Dylan by giving up one of the top three overall players, like a Barkley, a JJ, a Cooper Cup. You're getting JT and Dylan. It's a phenomenal move. You getting the two and giving away your player, the one better player. Dylan is a usable running back to sleeping giant a functioning sleeping giant that's getting you rb2 numbers no matter what i'm buying deandre swift every chance i get the dude's out for week number five he has a bye week in week six he'll come back well rested we have no guarantees whatsoever that he's going to be over the shoulder injury but i'm buying i'm buying i'm buying the fact that he's missing this week and then the bye week is going to make people feel like 
maybe I need to make a move. Every week someone's losing or they're getting further and further away from making the playoffs. They're willing to cut bait on on Swift in a deal that gets them a, a guy popping off like J.K. Dobbins. Ah, J.K. scored two touchdowns. Okay, I'll trade you your J.K. for my Swift. Here you go. Done. I do that all day. You've just been Smitty approved. J-Rob and, and a wide receiver like Cortland Sutton. You've just been Smitty approved. Get rid of Deontay Johnson and a running back like, I don't know, uh, J-Rob or a running back like J.K. and Deontay. Give me Swift all day. You've just been Smitty approved. Point is, you're buying him as a running back too. That will become a lesser type of scenario the, the more he gets closer to coming back. And when he when he sits out this week, he only has the bye week now. And people are going to look at that different in a week. They're going to go, okay, I got a running back one here. Right now they have a maybe. They maybe have a running back one. That's how they feel. That's how they're going to price him. You either act now, just like with JT, or next week, JT and Swift won't be the same price tag. No matter what happens this week, because they're out this week. They're one step closer to being back, and their price tag is going to go up. Jamar Chase, you can't sell him high. You can buy him low, and you can buy him really low. You can do, more importantly, things that I've talked about, like you have a potential Nick Chubb, who I don't want you to trade unless you have to make a move. Your team is decimated by injuries. You know, honestly, internal inventory, I can't win. I need to take Chubb divide and conquer jamar chase with a a dylan jamar chase with a a player like Brees hall or damian pierce you can use jamar chase couple him with a player that i just mentioned or a different player that fits that bill and get rid of nick chubb and have yourself an upgraded lineup sell miles sanders as quick as you can i get it he looks really good right now but i don't trust him even he didn't trust himself walking into 2022 because he didn't know how he was going to be used and gainwell's still involved i i just don't trust him to stay healthy number one and i don't trust him to be consistent number two do i give him away no do i trade him for an aj Dillon? maybe do i trade him in a deal where you give up a curtis samuel or james robinson or another wide receiver that's doing well that you don't really know how things are going to look a week or two from now do i trade sanders and that player for a deandre swift you've just been do i try and use uh sanders and a player to go get jt or camara you've just been smitty approved Back to Jamar Chase, he's such a good player to acquire when you get another player with Jamar for a player that is above both of them. You're giving up the one player for two players, but I also don't mind giving up two players for Jamar Chase. There's always different ways to acquire players. I like giving up a a potential J.K. Dobbins for Jamar Chase. I'll give a Mike Williams or a Drake London with another player like Connor who I worry about staying healthy and he's back on the field. Trade him now. Sanders and Deontay for Jamar Chase. J-Rob and Deontay for Jamar Chase. Leonard Fournette straight up for Jamar. I take Jamar. You might even get more. Who knows? Christian Kirk and Sanders. Christian Kirk and maybe a JK or Jamar Chase. Maybe you won't do that. Maybe you like JK Dobbins. And I don't want to talk you out of liking JK Dobbins, but keep in mind that JK Dobbins, and we'll put him on the sell list right here. He is in a committee 
It's always a committee. He's in a committee no matter what. Even if they decide not to have other running backs involved, he's in a committee with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the number one running back. Lamar Jackson is the, the number one running back and touchdown threat. Even if J.K. had two TDs in week number four, you want to sell high on that. His yardage wasn't phenomenal. He wasn't amazing yards per carry. It was touchdown production that you can't count on in an offense where the the quarterback is the RB1 and there's a committee and Gus the bus is coming back. I'm not scared of him. I'm not picking him up, but there's a committee feel there in Baltimore all the time. And if you don't take advantage of trading JK away straight up for a Jamar Chase, straight up for a DeAndre Swift or adding in Curtis Samuels or potential Mike Williams or Cortland Suttons, you're going to lose value and not be able to get these things done later when the guys were buying low increase in value. When Swift goes up, when Swift is a a week sooner from coming back, when A.J. Dillon decides to score two TDs in one game or more, when Jamar Chase has his three TD performance, his bounce back game, you're not going to be able to do anything to get him low ever again. So I'm selling Leonard Fournette in all those scenarios that I've already explained. I'm selling Jacobs in a similar fashion to JK. He had a monster week number four. And do I feel like maybe he's capable of continuing to play very, very well? I kind of do. I kind of do. So I won't sell low. But if I'm able to get into a swift straight up or add something small, like like a Deontay Johnson, like a a wide receiver, even lesser, a, a Curtis Samuel with Jacobs to get DeAndre Swift, because again, he's two weeks away from coming back, something that changes the moment kickoff happens, I'm trading Jacobs all day. I'll hold them if the price isn't right, but I'm trading them all day to try and get some of these guys over here that I like a lot more. I'm trading Jacobs straight up for Jamar Chase straight up. I'm trading Jacobs straight up for T. Higgins. I'm trading JK straight up for Pittman. I'm trading Sanders straight up for Pittman. I'm trading Sanders straight up for AJ Dillon. I'm trying to get an AJ Dillon and maybe a Pittman for a Jacobs and something or a JK and something. I'm trying to get greedy when I'm getting my Dillon at a low value and I'm getting Pittman at a low value. I'm throwing in Zeke Elliott any chance I get. He's a he's a throw-in, but people probably would pay something for him. And Pittman, we're buying him. I'm explaining that as we go. Najee's kind of living in both worlds. I buy him in the right context. He's the first guy that's going to live in both buckets. I'm buying Najee. I'm selling Najee. Uh, Pickett's going to be under center. They'll probably be a better offense because of it. But I still worry that the offense offensive line and the offense won't set him up for success and I'm still worried the the foot injury could come back a little less worried about the foot than I was before because apparently we're lied to left and right as to what is the injury how bad the foot really was even in the in the offseason but we still don't see the nausea we want to see the foot might be hampering him and that's why he's not as effective but then he hurdles over somebody the next play so it's really tough to gauge how good Najee is going to be going forward. That's why he lives in both buckets. There's a reason why he lives in both buckets. I don't know exactly how I feel about him. Don't sell Brees Hall. Only buy Brees Hall. He's only going up. And while it seems dumb to buy him now when he's rising already, he's still going to have so much more potential to rise than his current ADP. So in a case where maybe you're selling off a Cooper Cup or a Barkley or uh, a JJ because again, you're in a situation where you need to make a trade in order to win. You're doing the honest inventory. Your team has been hit and decimated by injuries, so you need to make a move or you're not, you're going to be playing for second place. You know you're going to be playing for second place and if that's the case, then I'm trading a guy like Chubb or Barkley or Cooper Cup or JJ and then you come in and you get a potential Brees Hall with an additional player. Brees Hall and Higgins for maybe a chub and if that doesn't feel like enough aj brown and Brees hall 
for maybe a Nick Chubb. Jamar Chase and Brees Hall for maybe a Barkley. I take Jamar Chase and Brees Hall for Barkley. I probably take that even if my team hasn't been decimated with injuries because it gives me so much upside and appeal. You could try and trade JK for for Brees Hall straight up. Brees Hall for for Jacobs. Maybe that will work. But I'm buying all day long. And Herbert, I'm going to buy low. He's at a a rough couple weeks, and I think people are a little down on his production, but I think he will bounce back in a significant way and and be that that top one to three quarterback that I know he can be. And so he's a pretty decent buy low right now. If you've been decimated with injuries and somebody has Herbert and another quarterback and they did good drafting their backup quarterback, they might be itching to maybe accept a trade that gets them into a, a, a JK and a wide receiver because they're hurting at running back. Maybe they got decimated by running back injuries and they got to divide and conquer themselves. Herbert might be attainable. Poke around. Don't overpay. You want to buy him much lower than his, his ADP was back in, in September and August. But if you can get him for a, a bargain, what feels like a bargain, he's a go-get for me. And the final guy on the list, look, I'd sell Cook. We're going to put him in both buckets. He and Najee, they have that kind of like you want to maybe go get him or maybe sell him depending on your situation. If you're in a bind where you're like, I, I need to divide and conquer him and a potential Pittman, him and a potential Dylan, him and a potential Swift, him and a potential, you know, wide receiver like Higgins to 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 divide and conquer and get rid of a bigger name player. It kind of makes sense to get Cook involved in a trade like that. Maybe not one for ones unless you're trading JK for Cook and you want to take that gamble. You've got Madison on your bench or Jacobs for Cook and you've got, you know, the ability to do that. And, and, and maybe you got Madison on your bench in that situation too. I'm buying Cook one for one in those scenarios, but Cook really is valuable when you're getting another component in the trade you're giving up a one better player getting cook and a very good player back and whenever you do these trades the most important thing if you take away anything from what i say today is if you're trading one player away for two players ask yourself the question if one of the two players that you're getting get hurt could the trade still be viable not saying that the the player the one player left of the two that you acquired will outscore the player you're giving up but could they could they like in the example of you're trading away nick chubb to get dalvin cook and and Pittman? okay could if cook went down and let's say madison wasn't a part of the equation could Pittman hang with nick chubb probably won't but could he yeah he could therefore Pittman is a very good second player in this trade could if Pittman went down could cook hang with nick chubb probably won't but could he yes he could that means you're doing a good trade when you could argue that the two pieces that you're getting are very arguable, not a guarantee, probably not going to happen in terms of outscoring the one player you're giving up, Chubb. But you're getting Cook and Pittman. They're very, very arguable pieces, and that's how you do a two-for-one. So Cook, in some context, I'm buying. In some context, I will sell. That is the Fantasy Football Show Buy Low, Sell High video for week number five. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com and get your one-on-one text advice, your bold predictions, your rankings. I carry around my text line with me all day long, on-demand text service at thefantasyfootballshow.com. And if your season feels like it's in a in turmoil, wrapped up in a whole bunch of turmoil, a turmoil sandwich, get on over to Underdog Fantasy, use promo code SMITTY, and they'll match up to $100 on your first deposit, but you can start over. You can start over and, and draft 
for a contest that's called Resurrection, where you're drafting, you're reviving your fantasy season, Resurrection. You're reviving it by drafting for week 6 through 17 only. Everything you know now up in your noggin, going into week number 6, take it with you, go draft, make every day draft day until week 6 kicks off because you can do as many well, I think they limit you on like a couple hundred or something, but you can do more drafts than you can possibly do. And they're 10 bucks each and the prizes are unreal and you can try out different strategies, mix them up a little bit, but kind of stay the course on what you're thinking. Go draft with what you know now, walking into week six through 17, Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. The link is in the description. Use promo code Smitty to get that instant bonus match of up to $100. You deposit 50, they give you 50. You deposit 100, they give you 100. And I'm live every single Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern every single Monday through Friday. I'm also live whenever news breaks. So if Tom Brady decides to retire mid-season or whatever, I'm going live almost immediately to talk about it. So if breaking news is out there and you're like, man, where can I go talk about this in a live chat? Where can I go here on the spot analysis, live reaction to this breaking news? Your man Smitty, I'm live whenever news breaks. I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm also live almost every night in the in the in the late night hours the graveyard shift i'm always live i'm here for you i work for you now get out of here or or may i be dismissed this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty